1: Everybody, welcome to another episode of Lemme. No, I'm your host Angel Lem. Today I'm sitting with Gus Lopez, he's the creator of the Salty Sailor brand and of Nautical Arts. If you don't know what Nautical Arts is, basically he creates artworks, mats out of knots, and he's applying it as a side hustle. He's worked with Banning High School, Pawn Shop, The Show, um, Home Makeovers he's done a lot of work for other people he's been featured in the daily breeze this podcast and you know i i heard about him through synesthesia boutique he created some tumblers for her and i went in and contacted him and i told him he could do some work for me so if you guys seen the the latest hat the one with the ice the ghost paleta he created those hats for me so if you guys go to synesthesia boutique go check out the hats him, see the work you know you won't be disappointed if you work with him. he makes he can embroider on shirts hats beanies you call you name it whatever you wanted he could do it he also makes keychains he makes magnets he could customize pretty much he could do anything you want him to and yeah, he could he could engrave anything you want into pieces of wood um the 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 wood that he works with is recyclable wood so you will be helping the environment and you'll be looking cute be looking good with this whatever you decide i will be giving away a free tumbler all you gotta do is follow tug gus that's his instagram and follow the podcast at Pod, and answer a simple question what will you want engraved in the tumbler if you win So the winner will be announced on Friday, and you know, I'm so happy that I'm able to do a giveaway, especially in December. Christmas is one of my favorite holidays, so I'm so happy that I get to do this, especially because, you know, I'm not Santa Claus, but I got the body. So um, on this episode, we talk about how he got in the tugboat industry, why he started using knots and selling them. And some of the the experiences he's had, you know, working with different people and, you know, the ups and downs of having your own little business. And like I said, go support him. If you want to see more of his work, go to his Instagram or go to Nautical Art. that's his website, nauticalart.com. They can see some of his work. He has some hats, he has can openers, coasters, t-shirts. And if you're a lover of the seas, then make sure you go check out his salty sea, no, salty, Sailor collection and I want to thank you guys for your support. I want to thank you guys for being here But if you're brand new to the show, make sure you go on itunes Leave me a five-star review and hit the subscribe button All I'm trying to do is help different people that, that I'm trying to help the people that come into the show I'm trying to give them a space where they could talk about their experiences the things they love and they enjoy and I want to inspire you guys. That way, maybe hopefully you guys could come on the show, so that maybe you could inspire somebody. You know, just how they inspired you. Hopefully, you get to come, and inspire somebody too. Right. So make sure you participate on this week's giveaway. You we have a free Tumblr. All you gotta do is follow him, follow me, and tell me what will you want engraved on the Tumblr if you win. Alright, guys. So like I said, make sure you go to Sensitivity Boutique grab a hat tspeak.com grab a shirt I do have a brand new design of a little snowman and he will protect you through the cold if you wear a sweater obviously he'll protect you through the cold and he'll keep you company so make sure you grab yourself a t-shirt a shirt a sweater whatever but make sure you go to tspeak.com slash let me know pod use the promo code podcast or let me know for you to save 20% off your purchase. So go do that today. You know, as you listen to the show, check out Teespring. You can also go to my Instagram, click on the link, and I have the different places where you can find the show. You can find me on Pod- um, Podomatic. You can find me on iTunes. You can find me on Spotify, iHeartRadio, anywhere they listen to podcasts on there. All right, so hope you guys enjoyed the show. Tell Gus that you enjoyed his work. And good luck to whoever wins that Tumblr. All right, guys, so I'm going to leave you with the song. Hope you guys enjoyed, and you'll be here for me in a little bit.
2: Here we go again. Yeah, never let them take my energy. I know what's meant for me, and here we go again. Yeah, trying to be the better me, and I got me so. my energy, I know what's meant for me, and here we go again, yeah, to be the better me, and I got me some enemies, you know I'm going wavy crazy, this a hurricane, you know I got the fuel inside, baby, just bring the flame, I'm killing rappers, that's the only thing that ease the pain, iced coffee in my robe, they been asking for the cold, I just never gave up even when it got so cold They tried to put me in the ground but didn't know I broke yeah. you No, I always do Here we go again yeah. Never let them take my energy, I know what's meant for me And yeah. here we go again yeah. Trying to be the better me and I got me some enemies They start to play me round and round the globe I been on fire And my homies in my line tell me they inspire I'm burning rubber like I need new tires. I'ma give it all, you know, I'ma die, trying. No, I'ma die high, I'ma die, smiling. Just the everyday I'm dreaming, vivid, living, lucid, flowin', stupid. Got the sparkle in my eye. I blame it on the Lucy. I've been so searching, chase my whole purpose. And they wonder why I'm at home working. Is what I make it so you know it's so certain. They really don't want to see this boy just living in peace. But now that I'm popping, they on not want a piece. And here we go, do it again and again and again. Here we go again, yeah. Uh. Here we go again, yeah. Uh. Here we go again, yeah. Uh. Here
1: we go again, yeah. Uh. what's up everybody welcome back man hopefully you guys enjoyed that song that was chosen by my guest gus lopez he's the creator and owner of nautical not art nautical art nautical art correct nautical art he makes t-shirts hats um th- he ties like knots that's why the name nautical so you know basically i brought him on because i really like his work if you've seen my my newest hats the ones with the with the little ghosts, with ghost but ghost paleta he created those for me so you know i want to bring them on so you could get to know the creator of some of the the things that i make so you know first of all you know i want to thank you for coming on but the first question that i like to ask every guest is how's your day man so how's your day my day is good brother i woke up breathing today god's good man lots yeah. of blessings that's yeah, good so um i know you like um we had a kind of reschedule this because you got hurt you know a couple months ago i believe so i think you knee, right
3: yeah i had a partial knee replacement done on my knee yeah, so how do you feel how do you feel um, now? feeling it's getting better uh by the day you know doing therapy and stuff like that you know just taking a while to to recover but you know one day at a time that's it yeah yeah
1: so i mean like i said you're the creator the owner of nautical art so i want you to tell us you know me and, my, and the um and the listeners tell us more about nautical art.
3: So nautical art is uh, pretty much it's, it's a, a business that I started about 13 years ago. I, uh, well, let me backtrack a little bit. 20, 22 years ago, I went to school in Oregon to work on tugboats and I learned a bunch of different skills on tying knots. And I told myself someday, you know, I'd like to start a little business, nautical art. It was already in my brain, you know, in my mind thinking about it way back then.
1: Like your whole thing was like you wanted to do something with the knots.
3: Yes, I wanted, I was making keychains out of different knots, and I told myself someday I could make some money selling these, you know. So it wasn't until about 12 years ago when I had uh, the first initial a knee injury and I was off of work for like two years I couldn't work Uh so I was like you know what I'm gonna start tying all these knots and see if I can make some extra bucks at it so I started with a little table that I took for my kids and I started selling in front of the Longshoreman Hall I started with like 10 little keychains on the table you know and it just took off from there people were coming up to me and saying hey can you tie different knots with uh you know Football team colors, band high school colors, this and that. I was like, oh, okay, cool. So that's when paracord was pretty popular. Started, started buying paracord and making all these different cool colors, different knots. And it took off. Next thing you know, I uh, ended up with my own little shop in San Pedro. I had a little shop
1: at Crafted at, at the Port of Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember you telling me that like when, when we first met and you got a lot of like... A big reaction, right? You were like on on the news, you were on Daily Breeze. I was on Good Day LA. It was a uh, um man, it was it was
3: a trip because when I went and signed the contract to open up the shop, they were telling me it's gonna be three thousand dollars for six months of rent and I was like, Wow, how am I gonna make this money to pay for the rent? You know, and I was like, I can't just make this money on selling keychains and stuff, right? But grand opening week, the grand opening day, they asked me if I wanted to do a demonstration on live television, that Good Day L.A. was going to be there. And I said, sure, sign me up. So I was also doing these doormats out of rope that I learned how to make, that we would make just during the holidays. But it was a beautiful art piece, and a lot of people really liked it. And um, grand opening weekend, on, on the first day I was on Good Day L.A., the next morning, I made it on the front page of the Daily Breeze. People were coming in from Santa Monica, Beverly Hills, uh, Newport Beach, driving in with the newspaper clip and saying, I want to buy this doormat that's on this newspaper. And I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> really? Like, thank you, Lord. You know what I mean? And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and believe it or not, dude, that weekend I made my $3,000 for the full six months of rent. Wow. Dude. It was a blessing in the skies. Like, yeah, yeah. Because I was worried, you know, I was like, uh-huh. how am I going to do it? But man, just right there, God showed me that, that you put your mind to it, man. You can, things will happen.
1: Yeah, things yeah. will happen for you, you know. And like th- that mat, like how long did it, does it take you to do one of those? So one of those mats
3: takes about, I could probably do the smaller version mats about two hours, but then I started making these larger ones because I wanted
1: the ones that people were asking for or?
3: The ones that people were asking me for were the small ones. Okay. Okay. The small ones that take a couple hours, you know, they have about uh, 11 fathoms times 60, like 70 feet of rope in there, you know, fathoms is a, is a measurement of six feet uh-huh. in the nautical world, you know. Uh-huh. Um, but I, I wanted to push myself and do something different, you know, more like a whoppy. So I made a huge one, like the one I did for the house next door. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. But I, I made uh, one day. I was like, you know what? I want to make a beautiful art piece because people like this. But I want to make this a large one. So I took 200 feet of rope. I took six people to get it started, and it took us about eight hours to finish it. Wow! And it became a beautiful art piece. I was on the wall. People were coming in there and buying a High dollar for that one. Close to yeah. five or six hundred dollars for these Damn. beautiful wall pieces. You uh-huh. know. And then it was just I was making toilet paper holders out of different knots you know uh it, it it just took off it just it was it was a good time being there you know it was a good experience meeting a lot of good people and stuff you know and uh it was it was a great three years when i was there i had to store them for three years you know
1: so like what what got you into knots in the first place like what made you want to go to like school and learn how to do that
3: so when i was about 16 years old i used to work at port's call on these harbor cruise boats. And I remember this old timer talking to us, he was a captain on the boats, and he was trying to get the younger guys that were working on the boats to go to school and become a merchant seaman working on ships and tugboats. And I remember him talking to one of the guys there and saying, Hey, would you like to go to that school and work on tugboats and make buku money? And the guy was like, Oh man, I can't. I just got married. I don't want to leave my girlfriend. He was a young guy, you know, and stuff. And about a month later, I said, hey, Bill, I heard you talking about going to a tugboat school. Like, sign me up. I like, goes, sure, I'll sign you up. Back then, it wasn't through the IBU, which is that Inland Bowman's Union that I'm in now, but it was through the MM, uh, NMU, National Maritime Union, which is not around anymore, you know? And it was mainly for deep sea, for ships. And uh, so I signed up. And about a year later, I took off to the school and just my, my whole world opened up. I learned all these different knots, all about, you know, working out at sea on ships and stuff, tugboats and, and. but the skills of tying the knots just really, I was like, I could do something more with this, you know? Not just something I give away, you know, on the holidays. I, I was like, I could make some money with this. But when, you know, I mean, I, I didn't know it was gonna be, you know, almost maybe 15 years later That I started You know Started a business out of it. Yeah yeah yeah
1: So like But what kind of Knots are like Tell me a little bit About Tub Oaksville.
3: It was in In Oregon And uh On the Columbia River uh, In a little town Called Astoria Way It's like going back in time Going way back in time when, you, when I got there I was like Oh my god Where am I at You know The city boy from grew right here in Carson Little area called Dominguez You know what am I doing up here? You know, this is not home, but I, like I said, I, it just seemed very interesting, you know, uh, being away from home, adapting to different cultures. Cause it was a, a, through a job corps. you know, so it was people from all over the world going to school there, different voc- it's vocational school, you know. They, they trained you all the different knots, navigation, how to, uh, you know, CPR, survival at sea. Uh, they prepare you to become a merchant seaman and and they help you get a a a good union job working on tugboats or ships and stuff like that you know so it was quite an experience being away from home but it was even better experience learning the skills and and that i needed to be where i'm at today i've always said if i can do it all over again i would do it in a heartbeat you know but best of all is that uh i told myself when i get out of school i like to help younger kids you know kind of pave the way to help them get into to this free schooling because these, these schools are out there but not too many people know about them you know so so in return I help out the community I help the young kids that you know either dropped out of high school or, or got out of high school and don't know what to do you know there are some kids have gone to college and and uh you know they're like well I don't know what to do I'm working at the park or something like that you know they just can't find the job that they want and I've kind of been there and, and talk to them and say, hey, you know what, you're interested in going to school and, and you know, you go to school in Oregon and stuff and, you know, maybe become a tugboat captain someday or an engineer, you know, it's a good good paying job. I would say you want to, you know, buy a nice house, have drive a nice car, well, just go to school for two years, man. You know, when you get out, you have a, a good... Quality job, you know, union jobs. So, and and so. You,
1: do you have to pay for it yourself or? Huh? So
3: the way it works is is the schools paid for these, these job core schools are paid for by taxpayers, okay. you know? So in the union, our union, uh, the Indian Bowman's Union, which the it's the Marine Division of the Longshoremen Union, they pay into the school. So they, they sponsor the kids and stuff. And I believe they pay for like work boots and stuff like that, some of the tools that they need and then also when they get out they help them get good jobs you know so but everything is paid for by taxpayers pretty much if i'm a kid that got out dropped out of high school or something you know and i'm just kind of sitting at home i think the concept is to get me to work so i can get a good job and pay taxes for the next kid to go to school you understand yeah, what yeah. i'm saying so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so I, that's the way that works there
1: so like when it comes to the knots so like, how do you apply that to like tugboats?
3: For instance, one of the keychains that I tie, it's a monkey's fist knot, yeah, small that, version. That was
1: my favorite one. Like you could hit somebody and like break somebody's <laughs> jaw with <in> it. <laughs> no. yeah. Well, yeah, you're not supposed to. Yeah, it's to really that, hard. But, but yeah,
3: <laughs> so anyway, though, that there is usually about the size of a baseball or softball. And that's, a it's the whole knot, it's called a heaving line, okay? And that's what's used to get the, the, the bigger ropes from the ships to the dock when the ships come into port and the tugboats pushing alongside that ship onto the dock well in order to get those big ropes from the ship onto the dock they got tight to uh-huh. toss that monkey's fist knot uh-huh. and then the linesman on the dock will grab that ball and then the, the rest of the line they pull in that's how they pull the bigger ropes onto the dock you know so yeah that's one of the knots there you know
1: so like how long does it take to like I mean, you gotta pr- be pretty good at that, and also like accuracy and throwing, right? Like, right, you to, right. You have, you have to practice that also, like, in, in school. Oh yeah,
3: yeah. In school, they, they, uh, you guys, the kids practice throwing the the line from being on on a low tide on a boat up to the top of the dock, tossing it up, you know. Yeah. So you get that arm strength. Yeah. Cause I mean,
1: I imagine that's pretty high up. Yeah, you know? it's
3: pretty high up. Usually, when the ships come in, they throw the line down to us, oh, you know. Okay. But that knot's usually made, and you have a couple of them already made in, on the deck, you know, ready to go at all times, you know. It's, you don't have to tie it right there right away. But um, some of the other knots is the bowline, which is makes a loop right away on on a on a rope, you know, on a piece of line. Rope on in the maritime industry, rope is actually wire. So a line is actually like the rope that mean you would think about being just a regular rope. So so, yeah, it's, we call it a line. So, if, if you know. So, anyways, uh, um,
1: the bowling is another knot that's. And that's, is that the one they used to, like, anchor? Like, the like, I know they have, like, these metal things. And, like, you, you put, like, I guess, like, a loop in it. So, like, the, the bolts won't go away. Is that the what you're talking about? Like, that's pretty much the most basic one.
3: Yes, you're right. You're right. That's the one with the loop. That's the one that you put around a bit or something like that. Yeah, that's that's the, the bowling. There's there's hundreds of different knots for different uses, you know. There's one that's called the square knot that also make a nice bracelet out of, you know, I make a nice square knot bracelet. Um I've been making keychains for band high school. For every graduating senior, every every year, and it's it's a square knot keychain with a pilot wheel on the bottom. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you've seen those. No, nuts. yeah. I think he gave me one. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. He gave me one of those. And that knot there is the story behind that knot is way back in the days, in the old sailing days, the baker used to make fresh bread, and he would tie a square knot on this box, the the bread box. Well, then at night there was a sailor that come around. And take a little piece of bread out, right? And then he tie a knot, but it wasn't a square knot. Uh-huh. He tied it it's similar, uh-huh. but it was different. Uh-huh. And that one was called the thief's knot uh-huh. because the thief was coming at night and stealing the bread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you oh, know what I mean? All
1: right. So, so did you ever do that? Have no, you ever done that? No. <laughs> no right. uh, is that is that maybe your story? You're just no. trying to pass it on to somebody <laughs> <no>. else. <laughs>
3: No, no. I I waited
1: for morning time to get yeah. my butter. You know, bramble butter and yeah, stuff. Yeah. But that's funny. Yeah. So like, so um, how long have you been working with banning? Like you just mentioned banning. I went to banning. I wish you would have been around when I was. You know, I yeah. graduated in '08. Like I don't think you're working with banning yet.
3: Well, I did a, I did a fundraiser for a couple kids that were at banning High School and, and died in a very bad car accident. You know and since i had a lot of customers in the city of Wilmington that were very loyal to me when i found out about these these kids that passed away it was brother and sister i said i was going to do a a fundraiser for the family you know so i started selling those pilot wheel keychains you know and i donated a hundred percent of everything that i made Everything that I invest And everything that I made I, get, I donated to the whole family And a lot of people Jumped on board I, I believe I sold them Close to $5,000 In keychains In that one week Damn And I helped Help the family out And stuff you know And then shortly after that I started getting invited To go to the football games And selling keychains And pilot stuff At Bann High School And I believe It was a principal That came up to me And said hey We like the keychains We like to buy them For our You know senior packages five or six hundred keychains every year I was like whoa I need some time to yeah. these up you know but sure and it just kind of been going ever since you know
1: like has any other schools like Carson Gardena Norvon like have they approached you because I mean I feel like that'd be pretty good for them also
3: I don't think they really know about me that much I haven't really been exposed to the other schools and stuff you know in, in Wilmington and San Pedro a lot of people know me I mean I live here in Carson but everybody from san Pedro, when they think i'm from san Pedro or wilmington you know because that's where i've like done all my business and stuff over there you know so so i started with the knots and then i started doing uh, i bought me a laser machine and started doing laser engraving and stuff like that so i've been doing a lot of laser engraving uh
1: you know you saw the tv trays that i do and also like on that so he made a. Uh... What's it called? Like a thermos? Yeah. And you engrave the logo, the Let Me Know podcast logo. It's on the intro. You guys heard you're going to be able to win yourself a a thermo. And I'm going to let you customize it. Not you, the the listener. Whoever wins, you can put whatever. Like, you can put pictures. You can put, like, words. Portraits,
3: uh, names, logos, whatever you like on there we can do, you know.
1: So, like, I know you guys were paying attention, but, like, I I think from now on you should probably pay some extra attention to the conversation because... I might ask you something and just, just, just stay tuned, I guess. Or just listen up. Yeah. yeah, There'll, there'll be a gift. A yeah. Gift yeah. For somebody. That's yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, but we don't know yet. Not until we like, I put out the episode and we, we see who wins. Exactly.
3: And then we'll yeah. make it for him. Yeah. 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 I'll but be more than happy to. Yeah. So you, you're talking
1: play. about the lasers. Like, honestly, like, I really like those. I really like your thermal. They're made out of wood.
3: Yeah. So I do the thermos with, you know, different portraits, pictures, logos, you know um I do plaques uh bottle openers uh I'm doing pop sockets now also for the for you know Christmas little stocking stuffers, you know um so yeah the laser took off you know every year for Christmas or the holidays uh Father's Day and stuff I'm getting real busy with that, and then two years ago I started doing embroidery I added the embroidery part of the business to nautical art, so nautical art does not just the, the the art out of knots and stuff like that you know now i'm doing the laser and i'm doing embroidery which i also do a lot of uh embroidery for uh Bannon high school they have begin and i've started doing some for rancho dominguez prep where my son goes to to school here in carson dominguez area you know so and the embroidery i yeah i do get a lot more business you know from other schools and stuff other you know colleges also have sent me like uh, graduation sashes I've done work for them and stuff you know and uh, um, yeah it's been it's been it's been a lot of fun doing very many things I always kind of challenge myself you know like you know hey I, that seems kind of interesting I want to try it you know I want to buy the machine and just do it you know make it happen you know yeah.
1: so, so like I imagine like all that that seems like for me like it seems pretty challenging like the most challenging part would be the knots but like for you, like what what took you the longest to learn how to do? Um, the thing
3: that took me the longest to learn was uh, embroidery. Yes, yeah, so I actually had a, I actually had to pay somebody to come do their embroidery work on my machines, and I was just kind of videotaping them. You know for a few hours till I kind of got to see what they were all doing and stuff and going through all the all the uh, uh buttons and everything and mistakes they were doing and stuff, which I still took me a while to learn after that. After that, I was still like, oh my god, what did I get myself into, you know? Uh, but I told myself, hey, you gotta learn, you know, what I mean, one day at a time, and 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 yeah. I'm still learning. I'm I mean,
1: st- you already have the machines, <laughs> yes, I already have the machines, you know,
3: and and I gotta say that. That when I first started selling the knots in front of the Longshore Haul, you know, I was really struggling. It was I was really having a hard time, you know, being off of work and and not paying, being able to pay my bills and stuff. And and then later on, I had my store and everything else. I was, I was just like, you know, I was just, everything I was making a hundred percent. I was reinvesting into my business. And I said, you know what? Because I don't want to be in that position, you know. Yeah. I want to have Plan B, Plan B, Plan C, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Backup plans for everything, you know, because, you know, it's when you hit bottom and you're like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? I got to support a family. I got to pay my bills. How am I going to do it? You know, no, yeah. I was making good money, but I wasn't really saving it, you know. Mm-hmm. Like do it like longshoremen or? or well, we're, we're considered a Marine Division of the Longshoremen. So we're on the tugboat side, you know, the tugboats. So
1: we're an inland boatman's union. We're the little sister union of the longshoremen. So, like, w- what do you do though? So, do you push the the big containers? I mean, the the ships that have the containers into like the docks, or yes, pretty. So, pretty much,
3: well, our job is to any type of cargo ship that comes into the port of Los Angeles or Long Beach, either being petroleum, you know, big tankers, um, container ships, any ship that comes into the port. And that needs assistance of a tugboat you know usually petroleum ships take about anywhere between three and five tugboats to bring ship in you know uh the big military uh i'm sorry the msc ships the big container ships that are coming to this port of los angeles Sometimes I have six tugboats coming in pushing because there's a lot of weight. Yeah, yeah. You got to slow that down. There's a lot of weight moving through the water, right? Uh-huh. So then you need a lot of horsepower to slow them down. Yeah. And then push them and turn them around and, and push them into the dock.
1: So like you get them while they're still in motion with your uh, with the tugboats? Yeah. Okay. So as they're
3: coming in from sea into the breakwater, either Long Beach or San Pedro, right? We go alongside, behind them or alongside the pilot will tell us, which side they want us on and then we'll start slowing them down he start gives he gives the the, the captain commands so i'm so in the, in the harbor here i work as a deckhand and my job is to pretty much send the line up to the ship make sure the the tugboat isn't going to slam into anything on the on the side of the ship you know and make sure that you know the captain's has an extra set of eyes in the warehouse that we're all kind of looking out for each other and stuff you know um and, you know, just work working on, on deck and stuff like that, you know. Um, I do have a license. And for about nine years, I did work as a mate going out to sea, taking cargo to different islands. Like, we had contracts for, for the Navy and stuff and taking cargo out to all these different islands and stuff and i did work as a mate on that so the, when the captain was asleep i was up driving navigating the, the tugboat and we were towing a barge with lots of cargo on so there, you so.
1: also drive like you could like steer a ship yeah much. Wow. i know the
3: ships of tugboats oh okay yeah. oh i haven't i haven't, I haven't gone there yet man that's uh-huh. a whole other oh, okay. uh, license to get to you know that's just it's uh years of experience you know trying to move up to the way up there you
1: know you think you'd like adventure you think you want to do it or you got too much in your paint now
3: i I think right now um i'll be honest with you my passion is creating stuff you know yeah i'll wake up in the morning some days i'll wake up and i'll write things down you know early in the morning and then the next day i gotta get up and i gotta work on that project or whatever it is you know something to pop in my head oh yeah and i just try to make things happen you know and it's usually everything that I do, it's, it's, you know, it's, I do pretty good at it, you know, I, uh-huh. it's a good success, you know, people like it, you know, I don't know, I don't know, just, you know, it's like creating di- something cool, something different, so a nice gift for somebody, you know, Oh yeah. people have come up to me and say, hey, you know what, my uncle passed away, i like to make a nice plaque, you know, well, send me a picture, let me see what I come up with, you know, and, and I'll start putting things together and we usually come out with something real nice, you know, um, I just did uh, some plant boxes for uh, a funeral. My buddy approached me on Saturday and he came over and we worked on uh, um, some nice plant boxes and I engraved on the wood boxes and memory, loving memory of his uncle, you know, some nice praying hands there and just a little note for the family, you know. It's something oh.
1: personal, you know, to give. Yeah. So I like Doing stuff like that You know That seems pretty cool Like next You're gonna get hit up By like the funeral homes Like Can you do the boxes for us
3: Yeah I'll I'll do
1: whatever Whatever I mean
3: If 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 I can help them out Somehow Yeah You know I've done uh, plaques for The Wilmington Chamber of Commerce A couple years ago I did a plaque for Uh Senator of California And I got invited To this luncheon And stuff You know It was pretty cool That's cool Yeah Something
1: different I was like Wow I'm
3: making a plaque For this guy
1: you know? that, Like did you ever think Like you'd be able To do all these things Just from like tying knots <laughs> No You know something
3: um, Life is a trip You know Like I said I grew up right here In Carson and the Dominguez area You know And there was like Really no future here You know Like yeah. but there's a bunch Of industrial warehouses And stuff here Never in my life I thought I'd be doing The stuff that I've be doing that, I've been doing now, you know, the people that I met, you know, um, being on these TV shows and stuff. You know, another thing I I got into was in the antiques, started selling a lot of antiques when I had my store. I started decorating my, my shop with these different nautical antiques, and people were coming in there, hey, how much you want for that? And I was like, I don't know, 400 bucks, sure, I'll take it. <laughs> wow, so I was like, wow, libos are turning on my head. And I was, I can make money selling nautical antiques, yeah. And, Ended up buying and selling a lot of antiques. I made on that that TV Pawn Stars, show, right? that TV show Pawn Stars, yeah, yeah, yeah. Two episodes with them and stuff, and yeah, it's been a success, you know. But never in my life I thought I'd be doing all these different things, you know, that I'm doing now, you know. Uh huh. One of the cool antiques is sitting right
1: behind you there yeah yeah the, the wheel pretty much are like for Warmington, Like I mean like the batting like the pilot wheel the pilot Bus, wheel yeah.
3: yeah but the the whole thing there is is it's a steering station and it's off an old steamship kind of like the Queen Mary or the Titanic had something like that in the wheelhouse you know so the back part of it you know it's gives you the rudder indicator as that wheel is turning it tell you what it tell you what the rudder's doing oh, okay if it's a full right rudder it gives you the degrees uh-huh. so <clears throat> if the sailor was on there driving, the captain's giving him commands give me 10 degrees right rudder he would turn that uh-huh. Ten degrees. to the r- under rudder indicator give him 10 degrees you uh-huh. know yeah and if he would say shift your rudder that means he had to turn it to the other side 10 degrees uh-huh. you know what I mean so yeah, those yeah. are all these different commands that yeah yeah but that's one of my really nice, cool collectibles that I didn't get to sell because my wife said, "You know what? That's gonna stay with us. Sell everything else, but that yeah. don't sell. I want our kids to know that. You don't know, remember you buy something
1: like, you know, that was a merchant seaman, and I had cool collectible things, you know." So, so like how, like how do you come up? Like how do you find all these things? Like I don't think the internet has like. Things like this, where you can find them. You know? Well, you know something. When I had my
3: shop, what was cool about it was like people would come in there, and say, "Hey, listen, my grandfather was in the Navy, or, um, oh, you know, we have some cool stuff we want to sell. Are you interested?" And I'll say, "You know what? Let me take a look at the stuff, and if I see there's something we can do with it, you know, sure, yeah, yeah offer yeah. you some money." And you know, that was one way. And then I started going to estate sales and looking for for certain things, you know. And then I started selling at uh, Vets uh, Stadium in Long Beach at the Antique Flea Market every third Sunday of the month. I was there religiously for like three years selling there. And uh, customers would come up to me and say, hey, listen, I'm looking for a diving helmet. Boom, okay, cool. The next day I was searching the internet, you know.
1: Oh, so you do find them in the yeah, internet. Yeah, there, there was. There was.
3: You know, I, I got pretty lucky finding stuff, you know, just kind of knew what to look for, you know, and had a good eye for. Or different nautical antiques and stuff and like I said I, I was very successful with I'm that sure. too I made a lot of money with that and that's what helped me pay for those expensive uh, embroidery machines yeah, because yeah, it was, yeah. embroidery machines
1: weren't cheap No, I imagine like that that runs a pretty penny like the the um, antiques especially because yeah. they're antiques they're you know old they have like a story and people want correct to, like they want that story in their homes and like you said sometimes like their family members are in the navy they're like somewhere you know where they can relate that piece to their, their, like, their family members. Exactly. I'll tell you a little story about a, uh,
3: a piece that I bought from this old-timer. Well, the old-timer had passed away. It was the grandfather. His name was Roy Coates. And he worked for a company out of San Pedro. And in December... December sixteenth, nineteen seventy-five or seventy-six. I remember the exact year. There was a, a big explosion in the harbor there. Uh, it was a Liberian tanker. The SS Anthony. If you go on the History Channel, you can look it up. There's a big write-up on that. Maybe your parents remember, you know, or your uncles. But a lot of windows in San Pedro and Pueblo got blown out, right? So I met the grandson of that man that scrapped a ship after he worked for this company that scrapped a ship after it blew up and he got some very nice pieces off of there. One was a telegraph. The engine order telegraph that it was either full ahead, half ahead, stop, you know what I mean, all that stuff, you know. the Like everybody's
1: c- seen that in the Titanic because that thing they keep pulling back and forth. That, back that, and forth. That's it, yeah. exactly,
3: yes. Kind of like the like the, like the gas throttle on your car, you know, down here, you know, but it was up here. So... I bought a bunch of stuff from him. I bought a diving helmet, diving suit, boots. I bought a lot of cool stuff from that guy, and that that um, telegraph engineer telegraph was one of them. I purchased it like on a Friday. It was like the it was like the the Friday before Memorial Day weekend, and I was at Crafted, and this couple pulls up. And they come into my shop and they look kind of lost. Right. And I said, Oh, can I help you? You know, she goes, you know, something I'm looking for this dock somewhere over here. It's it's close by here. And she says, uh, there's a memorial plaque there. And I said, the Sassanina plaque. She goes, yes. She goes, I go, Why are you looking for that? She goes, well, my grandfather was the security guy that died in the blast. He was the only guy that died. Uh And what happened, at the, I believe the part of the house blew up from the ship and it fell on top of them. Oh, wow. She was telling me that the old man, her uncle or whatever it was, her uncle or her grandfather, um, her, his relief was a half an hour late. And he ended up getting killed in the blast. Yeah, yeah. But what tripped me out was that I was like, well, what made you come in here? Yeah, yeah. Right? because i was already getting goosebumps <laughs> right because i had just purchased something from that ship uh-huh. and she says well you know what we got lost and something told us to come inside here and you're the first person we saw oh wow and i'm i told her you know something it's very interesting that you came in here because just a couple days ago i purchased the engine order telegraph from the sansanina and i have the whole story the whole coast guard report She goes, oh my god I want to see it. And I said, listen, it's kind of slow today. I'm going to close shop early. Follow me to my house and I'll show you. And I'll show you the write-up, you know, the, the whole story and everything. Yeah, 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 So they came. They followed me. They came here. She saw it. I let her have the report. I said, listen, here's the report. I'll let you have it. You know what I mean? I go, I can't give you this because this is like a collectible piece of mind that I need to keep. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean? um, and... Uh, she sent me a really nice thank you letter. She, because she said that she didn't even know what happened. You know, she didn't. She, she knew what happened, but she didn't get have the whole report. Yeah. But that she goes, she, in the letter she sent me, it said, that I brought closure to her life. Wow. And she was very well appreciated that I showed her this. I took the time to show her this. You know.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I
3: have that letter somewhere. There. Wow In mm-hmm.
1: one of my files And stuff I know. mean That's trippy though that, That's so, like You just happen To have that yes. report And out of nowhere Like the relative Shows up Yes. You know? Wow It
3: was it was crazy right And yeah, I was yeah. like I, was, I don't know It's just true How things happen Yeah Right yeah. Things happen And stuff like that You know
1: So You buy all these things Like how do you know How much to Like How much you're supposed To pay for So you won't get ripped off And how much you're supposed To like like profit from? Uh, yeah.
3: Experience and, 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 you know, years of experience in buying stuff. I, I mean, I did buy a lot of stuff, which wasn't worth anything, you know. But then you get smarter, you know. It's like kind of like buying and selling used cars. You kind of know what to buy eventually, you know. You, sometimes you, you buy something that you think that's good and it's not, you know. Um, Which I don't know nothing about used cars. I don't know why I use that. <laughs> but, you know, usually people who sell cars do good, too. So, um. I just um I, what I would do is I buy something and I start doing research with this internet, you know, you can do a lot of research. A lot of times I couldn't find it or it or, you know, take a lot long, long time to find stuff and sometimes I find them on auctions. I was like, Wow, this stuff's worth some money, you know. And then I have books. I bought a bunch of books on on, on the history of different things on ships and stuff like that, you know. Um on cruise liners and stuff, and I just started doing a lot of research. and until I found out what it was and what it was worth, then I would let it go, you know, but like on that bell, you know, I paid a pretty penny, but but I sold it for a pretty penny also, <laughs> yeah, you know and and you know, some things I sold pretty cheap, I think, you know, but I was still making a good profit. and I was thinking, you know what, I don't wanna I don't wanna get too greedy, right? If I'm making a pretty good profit, hey, let's move it, you know. I mean, sometimes it's pretty good profits could pay f- for a couple months of my mortgage year. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So yeah. I, with the way I look at it, it was like, uh, I made some money, you know, and, and how long did it take me to make it? Not long. Mm-hmm. You know, that bill I sold like in 15 minutes,
1: <laughs> Wow. in 15 minutes. I wow. sold. It. <laughs> yeah. So where are the, some other places that you have some of your, like your stuff, the things you've created? Um, like I know you, you told me Shamrock, the, the fish, the fish market also, right?
3: Yeah, so so the San Pedro Fish Market, they're opening up a, a new restaurant in um Long Beach, where the old George Crab Shack used to be. I did some decoration there, mm-hmm. some nautical decoration at, at the entrance. When you first walk in, um you look up and on the uh ceiling, there's some beautiful knot work that we did there at the one in Palos Verdes. Also, I did a bunch of knot work on, on, around the rails and stuff of the restaurant on the outside seating, patio area. The others work that I got was from interior designers. And uh, there's another one I did just recently, Extreme Home Makeover worked on my neighbor's house. Uh-huh. And they were using my backyard for staging. And what a coincidence. I started talking to the uh, interior designer and I asked her, so what kind of theme are you guys using on that? She says, we're going to do a beachy theme home. And I said, well, I do nautical decor, you know, so I started showing her the picture. She fell in love with the doormat.
1: <laughs> of course, that's what people, right? that's how you, that's like your lucky charm right <laughs> there. That's my lucky
3: charm. <laughs> so she said, oh my God, she goes, what would. You know, do you have one of those in handy? And I said, no, I don't. I don't have one handy. Uh-huh. It takes it takes a long time to make one, you know. So we left it like that, you know. So that night when I went to bed, I just couldn't sleep. And I was thinking about it. And I said, you know something? I'm going to call her in the morning. Uh-huh. So I called her in the morning. And I said, her name was Kara. And I go, Kara, um, you know something? I can go buy the rope right now. If you pay for the materials, which it won't be much, I'll donate my time and I'll make a doormat for the family, you know, for the house. She says, okay, let's do it. I go, but I'm gonna need some help, Uh you know. So my wife, myself, and then one of the guys working for Extreme Makeover, we got 200 feet of rope and we spooled it out right here, you know, up and down from my neighbor's house and stuff and my driveway, and we started working on it. And like I said, it usually takes about eight hours. I knocked it out like we all knocked it out in about five hours. And and yeah, it was they have it there at the house. It's, it's gonna be on the show.
1: It airs in the springtime. <laughs> <laughs> Are you allowed to say any of this? I'm sorry? Are you allowed to say any of this? I can say yeah, oh yeah, I'm okay. allowed to talk about this. Okay, yeah. Cool. Yeah. I don't yeah. like I don't know if you s you disclose your contract.
3: No, no. It's gonna be it's the the show's gonna air in the spring and stuff like that, you know, so um, I mean I guess we're not
1: showing pictures yeah we're what? not showing pictures of so, like that yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah we're just talking about yeah, it just, yeah. but so is it that big big one That's it's a big to? one okay. yeah it's a big one
3: the original was gonna go in the house inside on one of the walls but ended up uh being on the porch which is a perfect spot for it you know what I mean so that's the first thing you see when you when you walk uh uh-huh. you know my beautiful doormat right there you know so
1: so, for the Pawn Stars, like, what did you do for them? I know you you mentioned earlier you were part of it.
3: Yeah, so on Pawn Stars, what happened was that, so I ended up, when, when I closed my store down, Well, first, like, tell us why you closed it down. Okay, so, yeah, so I closed my store down. The reason why was because when I, when I had the store, I was open on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. It was only open on the weekends. It was a crafter's market, right? Uh, in San Pedro, one of the old warehouses there. But back then my work schedule was, I was only working Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. So I was off every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Well, my work schedule changed and I had to work two weekends a month. So I couldn't be there on the weekends, like every week. So then, uh, so we closed the store. And I ended up with a lot of really cool antiques. I ended up with a container full of antiques. I was, I was like, okay, because I was selling a lot of the antiques out of my shop there, you know? So I said, you know what, let me put them on Craigslist and see maybe the movie industry wants to rent my stuff for movies and stuff, you know? And I got an email from the writer-producers of Poundstar's TV show. And you know, on Craigslist you get a lot of spam. So i said you know what let me call these people just to make sure it's legit you know so i call them up and they're like yes yes it's us we 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 send you an email and rick is going to be on a road trip to los angeles and we're very interested in your stuff we want to buy your stuff from you and and hopefully you could be on the show with it and i was like really okay cool well she said send me an email with prices the history which you know on on the pieces and and uh, depend on the price either you may or not make you know may or may not make it on the show but you know of course they were looking for I'm sure they're looking for something that's you know where they can resell and make some money off yeah yeah. so I sent them pictures of the a lighthouse foghorn that I had that was beautiful that I bought and I restored and it was just gorgeous so I sent them that you know was very rare and then I sent them a picture of a, a English Channel buoy light and a few other items but they fell in love with with the buoy light and the horn, lighthouse foghorn so originally they were gonna come to my house and then I was like you know what I really don't want my neighbors to know
1: everything that I have yeah you know? so <laughs> can we find a different spot you yeah. know and this was after you had closed down your shop yeah this was okay. after I
3: closed on the shop so then they said listen rick is going to be at uh julian's auction house and you could either auction off your horn there or maybe you can make a deal with rick so the, i went with the intentions maybe i was going to auction it off there uh-huh. and make maybe some pretty good money there but but uh, um it didn't work out the way i thought it was you know and i i got to you know talk to rick about it and try to make a deal with him you know i did not sell it to him, you know. I was asking a lot of money for it. He was very interested, but the prices weren't just meeting. Yeah, yeah. What, what I wanted, you know. Uh, but after that show, two weeks later, they call me and they says, "Listen, we would like for you to be in Vegas with us, with that English Channel boy
1: line." I was like, "No way." so here I am two weeks later driving out to Vegas like well I mean first of all like paint a picture like how does this look how what size is it so, so the the
3: the foghorn uh the lighthouse foghorn is it looks like a huge trumpet okay probably weighs about 150 pounds damn thick brass yeah red bronze um when I bought it you know it it just looked like an old fire hydrant that beat up and stuff you know it was just this red paint on it. It was kind of scraping off and stuff. And I took it and I cleaned it all up. I put this this uh, paint remover on it. And then I got it polished. And I got it working also. And I remember when I, when I first bought it. I went into this electrical shop in, in San Pedro. That worked on electronics from boats. Or you know all over the place. And the guy said hey listen. Uh, if you want me to work on this horn. On the electrical parts. It's going gonna, it's gonna to cost you a lot of money. He goes, I charge like $120 an hour. Bang. And I was like, son of a gun. He goes, listen, there's some soldering that needs to get done in there. Maybe you can take it somewhere. So my buddy's a jeweler. Uh-huh. And I said, hey, can you solder on on on, uh, on brass? He's like, yeah, bring it over. So I took the parts off and went over there. And then when I had my shop there, there was a lady there that her husband was a retired NASA electrical engineer. Wow. So I told him about it. He says, bring it in here. We'll work on it. Let's see what we could do. So I brought it on a Saturday morning. And we were there all day, man. All day and trying to deal with the customers and stuff, you know. And like around 5 o'clock, we got it working. Wow. So yeah. I was like, how do you wow. test something like that? Man, it was, well, it, it, it was electric, right? So it was electric foghorn. And it ran on... The batteries that I got were these two little battery packs that, this, that this, uh, f- this fireman that I know hooked me up with. He was like a mechanic for all the diff- fire departments. He's like, hey, this should probably help, you know, work for your horn and stuff, you know. It's like everybody came together to get yeah. this thing working, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, wow, I got this thing from like 1915 that's in new condition looking now again. And it works. It's worth a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. So I put, I put a very high price on it. Very high. I was like, if I sell it, it's gonna give me a pretty penny. If not, I don't want to sell it. Uh-huh. I want to keep it, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, um, it was a beautiful, beautiful piece. If you go to, if you go to, uh, maybe look, look up Pawn Stars. The TV show was called Rick's Roulette. That's the the episode, Rick's Roulette. Uh-huh. And then the second show, the the uh, episode's called. Uh, Pond creature. It was like that creature they were selling, trying to sell that for some move. Some big old green-looking guy. You know, it's called Pond Creature. That's the episode. That was the English Channel Bowie light. Okay. On the site, like two weeks later, we went there, and I made I, I made a, a deal with that. That time, I did make a deal with him. Okay. But both episodes were televised. 125 different countries. Wow. One of my captains from work was in uh, the Caribbean. And he sent me a, a, a text message on Facebook. He says, hey, listen, dude. Everywhere I go, I see you on TV. He goes, I'm over here in the Caribbean. You're speaking
1: French. What?
3: And I said, listen, dude, when it comes to business, I speak any
1: language. <laughs> <That's what's up. laughs> so, I mean, before we end it up, before we wrap it up, um, I wanted to, I, you mentioned um, that you offer scholarships, right, for like students that want to get into the non—I mean, to the so tugboat school. So it's not
3: actually scholarships, but it's uh, free information on how to get a free education, to work on tugboats. It, it doesn't have to actually be tugboats, but to get into these schools where everything is paid for. You know, it could be electricians. It could be glazers working on... What's a glazer? Guys that work on big skyscrapers putting the glass up. Those are good jobs, you know. You know, a lot of people don't know how to get into these vocational schools, which everything is paid for. You know, um, so I just offer them information and lead them, lead them to the to the pond. You know what yeah. I mean? So they get all that information, and it's and it's it's all free education, and they come out making good money. You know, I've always, you know, a lot of kids uh, um, in order to get the jobs that we work on tugboats and stuff. You gotta be pretty clean So I would say, man You gotta You can't be smoking pot <laughs> You can't be You know what I mean? No, yeah So I would say You know what If you want a good job Working on tugboats And You gotta have a Pretty You gotta It's zero tolerance Because we're under The Department of Translation To the Coast Guard So they're very Very strict with us You know So um, I've always said If I can help One person change his life I'm not only changing one person but i'm helping out generations because he's gonna bring up his kids the right way you know yeah yeah, definitely and then their kids and their kids right so you're helping a chain of people out you know so um but yeah if if anybody needs any information on on these schools and stuff they're welcome to call me
1: and and i'll be very happy to help them out you know Mm -hmm. well i mean like i said we're gonna wrap it up so tell us like where they could find your your products where they could buy things from you and like where they could find that information
3: yeah so i am on facebook and on instagram nautical art under facebook k-n-o-t-i-c-a-l-a-r-t um uh, my hashtag on instagram is tug Gus. And then i also have a salty sailor brand that i just started up also
1: well tell us about that sorry i forgot that yeah about the salty sailor the
3: salty sailor has been kind of slowly moving forward you know um but it's a brand that i started just a few months ago and stuff and um it kind of it was gonna be salty sailor embroidery at one time
1: right but you are gonna split up the your branding yeah i was gonna
3: spray it but I kind of like the logo and everything and just keep it Salty Sailor, you know, clothing brand. So I got the trademark on that. And uh, so on on Instagram, I do have a few items on there. Or if you go to um, nauticalart.com, like I said, K-N-O-T-I-C-A-L-A-R-T.com, that's what I have a website and you kind of see some items that I have on there. Uh, not a whole lot, you know, but most of my stuff is on Facebook and so I do art walks. I do little shows here and there and stuff, and I sell a lot of my, you know, local people around and stuff. But I do ship out. I have customers. I got customers in New Jersey right now who really love my Salty Sailor clothing and stuff.
1: So I've been shipping a lot of shirts out to them out there and stuff, you know. So, like, what was the inspiration for Salty Sailor, though? I don't... Um. Well,
3: you know what? I have Nautical Art, and everybody loves Nautical Art, you know. Um, Salty Sailor um just i i i wanted to get another brand out there you know and and getting i have some of my t-shirts at some local shops in san pedro and wilmington and stuff and and um i don't know just wanted to do something new you know that that can that people can relate to you know what i'm a you know i'm a sailor i'm a i'm a fisherman i'm you know i work on the water that. I could relate to that, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, something that they feel like, oh, they're going to worry. And I'm like, yeah, that's me. I'm a salty sailor, you know. Cause it could be anybody. It could be Coast Guard, Navy, you know, tugboat guys or wh- whoever, you know. Just, uh, um, you know, just another part of me being out there, you know. Yeah. Just kind of,
1: you know, have my own brand out there, you know. So, I mean, definitely go out there. I mean, if you enjoy the seas, you like fishing, I feel like. That'd be a little comfortable shirt sure, you could wear out, you know. Oh yeah, go yeah. on, jump on a sailboat, whatever, you know. I mean, you go on a trip on the cruise ship. That's there you go, perfect oh, right yeah. there, you there know. You go. Yeah. Perfect, perfect. So, so I mean. I don't know. Did I miss anything? I, I didn't wanna. I forgot completely from. I'm sorry about that. I no, forgot no, about that's the salty fine. sailor. That's yeah. Fine. I mean, that's a pretty brand new thing. So, like when I came, I came up with this one. I was gonna interview the first time. So I think you probably came up with it afterwards. So I forgot to add it into yeah. my. No, that's fine. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. fine. We we saved the best for last. Yeah. There <laughs> you go. So I mean, I don't know if like they would miss anything else. Is there anything else you want to know? I mean, mm. you want the listener to know about you, about what you do. I don't know, your inspirations, your muse. Well, no, just, 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 um, I guess I could
3: just want to say that, that, um, you know, anybody who's out there that, that, you know, wants to start up a brand or a business or something, you know, um, you know, just, you got to put your mind to it, you know, and whatever your heart tells you to do, just, if it's in your heart and your mind, and you're afraid that somebody may not like it or something. Cause I was that way too, like a little worried and stuff that somebody may not like my like my. But believe me, there's there's we all have a gift. We're all born with a gift, and and you just got to find it and put it out there. And and don't be afraid. You know, there's a lot of art walks and shows here and there, and somebody's gonna fall in love with your stuff. You know, someone's gonna somebody is gonna just. Uh, um, I'll tell you a story real quick if if we have a couple. No, minutes we got. Here. To, I mean, I just don't yeah, want to take just, too much time off for your day. Yeah, just you know? going back to, to how I got started also, um, and I was struggling and, and try, trying to get my stuff on the market. You know, there was a lot of people. There was a f- lot of people that helped me out, but there was a few others that told me no, that really hurt my feelings. You know, but I kept chugging along. I I, I remember walking into a store. In San Pedro a Portugal trying to sell my stuff. And the lady there, the husband was like, yeah, let's, let's carry his keychains and stuff here. You know, I think we, we can sell his stuff. And the lady was like, no, no, no. And she turned me down. She turned me down. And I walked out of there in tears, bro. Wow. I walked across the street to this tattoo shop on 7th Street. Can't remember the name. I think the guy's name was Vince. And he said, dude, you're an artist. You make this stuff? And I go, yes. He goes, dude, I want your autograph, man. You're going to be somebody big. And just inspired me and filled me with a bunch of joy, you know.
1: Well, maybe you want to walk into the tattoo shop. Are we going to get a tattoo or yeah, what? Well,
3: no, I, I walked down there just to kind of see if this guy, what he thought about my artwork and stuff, you know, okay. that I was doing with all the rope art and stuff. And, and then years later, when I had the little shop, the guy that I was trying to sell the stuff to, him and his wife, walked in there. And he was like oh my god is this your shop and i said yes he goes my wife is gonna shit her pants <laughs> when she finds out about it and then he goes do you do wholesale i go i'll do wholesale with you and anybody else that wants to do business with me well just to show you how the coin flips just a couple years ago they became some of my customers and i was wholesaling to them wow and the lady the lady came to here to my house to see my stuff and she was like Hey listen, I'm very sorry the way I treated you. And I said, listen, it's okay. I forgive you. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, you 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 told me no, you turned me down, but it made me work harder. Yeah. To get to where I'm at today. You know yeah, what I mean? yeah, definitely. So, you know, with that, I just wanna let you know that like I said, put your heart to it. Don't give up. huh And let's make things happen. You know what I mean? There's a lot of good artists out there that that, you know, that we have a gift of God and just let's just put it to work, you know. You can do very well. You can be very successful, you know. Just just put your heart, your mind, soul to it. And put God first and things will be okay, man. That's
1: all I got to say. Well, I mean, I don't think I could say anything more. You know, I think we should probably leave it on that. You know, those wise words. So, you know, go out there. Do do your passion. I mean, do what makes you happy. You know, makes you happy. Gus makes Gus happy. It's provided a good life for him. And as long as it brings him joy... Who, who, nobody should be out here talking shit You know pretty much bro. Yeah. So like I mean that's pretty much the premise of the show This show you know like I like to bring out Artists that are fa- fa- I mean, they're following A passion or something that They love so and uh, it shows you what, what you do and the way you express yourself About your art so yes, thank and, you, you know Like I said thank you for coming and but Before we go you probably didn't Know this but I like to, uh, I like to Play a game called Sevens alright Sevens? Sevens yeah so Seventh, it's a warrior association game where basically um, you're going to choose a category and based on the category, you're going to guess what I'm reading. All right, so. Okay. Hold on. Let me find it and put it up. But I don't know that I mean, I cut you off and I'm sorry, but you just want to give your social medias again while I find it? Yeah, sure. Uh,
3: Instagram hashtag is T U G G U S Tug Gus salty sailor 2019 is the other one hashtag salty said 2019 my daughter put that one up. <laughs> and then uh nautical art on facebook k-n-o-t-i-c-a-l-a-r-t on facebook everybody thinks my name is art people call me nautical it's all cool you know whatever you know um but yeah you could see a lot of i post a lot of stuff on facebook and, and instagram and and believe it or not i get a lot of customers with that you know
1: yeah well i mean i found you pretty much through instagram yeah. so see that? yeah <laughs> okay. yeah i mean we gotta use social media whatever way we can you know so. yes yes for sure yeah. so That's, like i said we like uh we like to play a game called seven so basically it's a, like a word association game where you're gonna choose a category and based on the category i'm gonna give you clues all right so it's called sevens because you're going to have seven seconds to answer seven questions. So each oh, question, you're going to have seven seconds to answer. So each point, uh, each second is a point. So the longer you take, the less points you're going to get. All right. So you have to be quick. We have to be quick. All right. So the, the whole thing is at the end of the year, I'm going to give my guests with the highest score. I'm going to give him something. Right now we're playing for the... Let me know underwear, right? Oh, so, wow. so the let me know you underwear. Me to, you need me to embroider on those? Hey. <laughs> so wait, wait, wait a second and see if you want to do this side. Right? So basically, the my face is gonna be on the crotch, and the logo is gonna be in the butt part, in the back. Oh well, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Like I said, I don't know if you want to get involved with that. I mean, I don't have to wear them. You don't have to wear them. But I mean, if you win, if you get the ice score, you might have to get. I mean, I'm, you're pretty much making it for yourself. Okay. So Sorry, So, so. Um, but before you do all that You gotta beat the high score So the okay. score is 32 So like I said It's a pretty difficult um, score to to hit Especially cause Each second is a point And my, my only advice is Go for something that You feel Not only you're gonna be good at But also I'm gonna be good at Okay Because um, Since I'm giving you the clues The longer I take It's gonna take seconds off of Your points pretty much Alright so Go for something that Not only you're gonna be good at I'm also gonna be good at all Okay right? cool all right. So the categories are general, movies, TV shows, celebrities, music, sports, Broadway, food, animals, the 70s, the 80s and 90s to 2000 and corresponding music, stand up, superhero, movie action, movie comedy, movie horror, music hip hop, movie rom-com, mo- movie award winners, football, baseball, basketball and hockey, all right? So you're going to we're going to play this twice. So the first time you're going to choose and hopefully you get a good score if you, if i see that you struggled i going much choose for you the second time okay. you're gonna keep the high score food food all right man <laughs> so i see you i'm pretty good at food so we'll see all right three two one um you put it in burgers it's green uh, rabbit this? no ra- lettuce um, yeah um asian do you get it like at chinese food spots it's chopsticks like, oh no, it's, soy sauce uh, yeah Yo quiero, blank. It's like a Chihuahua would be the Yo Taco Bell. Yeah. Um, on the cob. It's blank. Corn com- on the cob. Uh, it's yellow. You put it on hot dogs with, with ketchup. Yeah. Um, what's right here where you have your stove? What's that considered? Your the kitchen. Um, and gravy. Blank and gravy. Like it's usually on uh, like breakfast. It's like soupy, like oatmeal kind of. All right. So oh. it was grits. Grits. All right, grits. Oh, so you got... A laser engraving? <laughs> <laughs> so it was lettuce. Um, I It was egg roll, but I gave it soy sauce because I couldn't come up with a better clue. Okay, okay. So you got two. Taco Bell, corn, mustard, kitchen, and grits. All right, so you got 21. All right, so we're going to play another one. And this one we're going to do general. All right, it could be anything. Okay. It's a little easier. All right, three, two, one. The stars, when they they form a certain shape, it's a like Orion's belt. Okay, uh, sign, yeah, zodiac. Um, Like Direct TV puts this on top of your roof so you could get a signal. Oh, an antenna, all right, dish. Where the stars are in the galaxy, no, in the it's blue. The the this the blank is blue. The world, uh, the sky. <laughs> the sky. <laughs> uh, it's <laughs> in the World Wide Web. You research here. It's not like Google. Internet, no. internet. It's like Google, but not Google. It's with the W. All right. Um, the fifth president. He's on the dime. He's on a dime. He's a president that's on the. a Lincoln. Yeah. No. Um, not a kid and not an adult. Like right in between. What are you considered? A teenager. Uh, right in. The, no. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna suck your blood. It's like a monster. A Mosquito. No monster. <laughs> I'm a suck vampire. Mo- yes. Wow. <laughs> oh man. This is the first time we've got. I've done the worst on this one. So this one actually was pretty hard. Constellation, like Orion's oh, bells like the stars. Yeah. Uh, it was a satellite. You said antenna. I gave it to you. And we're, it's blue outside the sky. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the, oh, the Wikipedia man. is hard To like For me to describe So I was Wikipedia okay. After that Abraham Lincoln Tween Tween is between the, Like I guess it was like a kid and a teen and like an adult. You're a tween in between. Oh, that must be a millennium word. Okay. And then vampire, which mosquito. It's a monster. You said mosquito. (laughs) All right. So you got four. Okay. So you didn't, didn't, you're not going to get the underwear. (laughs) Lucky for you. (laughs) I guess lucky for you. (laughs) I guess I'm punishing people for getting a good score. (laughs) I guess. So, like I said, we're going to wrap it up. That's going to be it. But before I go, just. You can look me, you can find me at Let Me Know Pod on Instagram and Facebook. You can listen to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify. Basically, wherever you listen to podcasts or music, you can find me there. Remember, I have shirts and hats. You can find the hats at St. Boutique and the shirts at teespring.com. All right, guys, that's going to be it. But before I go, I just want to thank you guys for letting me be part of your day. All right, guys, next time. I'll see you. Bye.